Grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Whoever welcomes you welcomes me, Jesus said. The word welcome appears six times in these two verses from Matthew's Gospel. The word in Greek, dekomai, can also be translated as receive or accept into English. So now, today, we're going to think about what it means to be welcomed, to be received, and to be accepted. There is a sense of deep unrest and anxiety in our country right now. I see Americans of all colors, all backgrounds, and all ages asking themselves questions like this. Am I welcome in this political landscape? Are my viewpoints being received with respect by those who are different from me? Do I feel accepted and honored by those in power? Are the institutions in this country serving me? And if so, will they serve me for much longer? A lot of people are anxious about their future and their children's future in this country right now. For many Americans, this feeling is not new. And I think the Black Lives Matter protest movement has made that clear. This movement brings to light the many ways in which black, indigenous, and people of color have wrestled with these questions of being received, welcomed, and accepted their whole lives, not to mention questions of being safe and fairly treated. For those who exist in what you might call white America, and I'll categorize myself here, the discussion of systemic racism and racial inequality isn't new, but the unrest surrounding these issues is creating an anxiety that perhaps wasn't felt before. As the dialogue intensifies, our own thinking is transformed and changes are beginning to sweep through many institutions. I'm not saying white folks should not experience anxiety. I'm just naming it as a reality. Even if we set aside issues of racial equality, there are also plenty of other factors contributing to American anxiety which add to these questions of welcome and acceptance. This is a country that so many of us, no matter our color, have loved, invested in, and sacrificed ourselves for, none more so than the veterans, civil rights leaders, and public servants among us. We especially remember those who have died to protect our country from harm and secure the ideals and the freedoms that we Americans hold so dear.
So each of us, in our own unique way, looks at what's going on in America right now and thinks, I don't understand what's happening in our world today. A sense of anxiety and turmoil is being felt and shared all around us. And of course, it's happening in the midst of this overwhelming pandemic that has too many of us locked inside way too often, absorbing way too much news and media as these questions just pound in our brains. So where are you going with this, preacher? You might ask yourself. If you didn't feel anxious or depressed before, you do now, right? Well, you didn't turn on this church service to feel more stressed out about things, did you? So what are we going to do about that? Do you hear that? Who can that be? Now, I know it looks like I'm stomping, but I want you to think of it as the sound of someone knocking. It's Jesus. Jesus, by his word and by his spirit, is with us today. Now, I have a question for you. Should we welcome Jesus in? Should we receive his word and accept his gifts? Come on, you guys, I'm doing all this stomping up here. Can I even get an amen? Amen. Thank you. <laughs> amen is right. Whoever welcomes you welcomes me, Jesus said. And whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. I want you to hear this news, you. No matter who you are or what you've experienced, Jesus welcomes you to live by faith, secure in the knowledge that you belong to God. You are always welcome, always accepted, always received by God. My prayer for you today is this, and I'll borrow some words from Ephesians 3. May you have the power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. May you be filled to the measure this day of all the fullness of God. But what if you're not so sure that you're enfolded into this welcome? Consider the life of our Lord Jesus. You remember that the religious leader said this about him, this fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. That was a hallmark of Jesus' ministry, welcoming the most marginalized, the most hated, the most unlikely, those who were foreign or other into the kingdom of God. He did this through the forgiveness of sins, a gift that was received by those who met him with a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. Receiving the undeserving with such bold grace and intentionality on behalf of God the Father contributed 
to Christ's death on the cross. As the writer of John's Gospel puts it, he came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. Death on a cross did not stop God from continuing this mission of radical welcome through his son, Jesus. Three days later, Jesus was raised from the dead. He returned to his disciples with this amazing gift, receive the Holy Spirit, he said. He breathed on them, commissioned them to continue this ministry on, forgiving sins in his name and making disciples of all nations. The cup of cold water offered to us in Jesus' name is ultimately that of baptism, where all are welcome, most especially the least of these are welcome, being born here of water and spirit. Here, the goodness and loving kindness of God, our Savior, appears and saves us, not because of anything that we have done, but according to God's great mercy. Yes, this is a spirit that delivers us from fear and anxiety into renewed strength and rejoicing in what God has done for us. To all who receive him, to all who believe in his name, he gave power to become children of God. We know who we belong to. We know who has welcomed and received and accepted us. And that is our comfort and our strength in the midst of this uncertain time. Living in this promise, how then will you welcome and receive those around you, those you know are living with a sense of uncertainty about their own welcome, security, and safety. You have a cup of cold water to share. Do you hear that? Who's that now? Think of that as the sound of the Holy Spirit. How is God's Spirit leading you to live in the right here, the right now, as you await the fullness of this kingdom? As you ponder that for yourself, I leave you with this verse from Romans 15:7. Welcome one another, therefore, just as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. Amen.